You're listening to episode 46 of Alexa in Canada, The Voice Experience. She's got, She's skills. got skills. My name's Terry Fisher, and here's the deal. Voice technology is changing so fast, and I'm trying my best to keep up with it. I'm here to learn everything I can about Alexa, so you and I can figure her out, and so we can make our lives more organized, relaxed, stress-free, and even have some fun. Let's learn some skills. Well, hello, and welcome to episode 46 of Alexa in Canada. We have a really special guest today. He is, in fact, one of the innovators in skill development. And this is none other than Bob Stolzberg from Voice XP. But just before we get to that, I want to tell you about the Alexa conference, which is presented by voicefirst.fm. It's coming up January 15th to 17th in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and it is the worldwide gathering of Alexa developers and enthusiasts. As you may know, I will be a speaker there, and I'm really looking forward to meeting as many of you as possible. Tickets are available right now. You can get 20% off if you use the promo code Alexa in Canada, and I will have a link to uh, to the tickets and the promo code on the show notes page for this episode, which of course you can always find at alexaincanada.ca slash 45 for this particular episode. So let's get to today's guest. Today's guest is, like I said, a true leader in voice first technology. We have Bob Stolzberg, the founder and CEO of Voice XP. Voice XP is a software as a service company and they are 100% focused on voice platforms like Amazon Alexa, of course, but also Google Assistant, Microsoft Cortana, and Samsung Bixby. Um, they are a, a an Amazon recommended agency and advanced Amazon partner and they are doing some incredible work. Bob goes into the details behind what's involved with creating a, a good skill and he gives us a really neat demo as well on this episode and it is in the healthcare space and as you may know, I have, I have a particular uh, passion for healthcare voice first technology. So uh, anyway, let's dive right into this and hear uh, Bob Stolzberg chat with me and with all of you about voice first technology and what he is doing in the space and his outlook on where we are going. So without any further ado, let's jump right in. Hey there, Bob. Welcome to Alexa in Canada. It's great to have you on the show. Thanks for being here. Uh, it's such a pleasure to be on the show, Terry. Thank you and your listeners. Uh, I'm a big fan of the podcast and I'm excited to be here. Awesome. Well, let's start off with who is Bob Stolzberg? Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? What's your background? Sure. Yeah, I'm just this uh, this guy in the in the in the hills of Missouri. I recently moved from the city of St. Louis out to rural portion of Missouri. I've been in the IT industry for over 20 years. My background is all uh, enterprise IT focus where I've worked for some of the biggest and best like CenturyLink and Sprint and Motorola uh, and some plant science stuff. And you know, I'm a technical guy by trade. I'm a Red Hat certified engineer, and um, I saw this opportunity with voice and kind of got out of uh, an engineering and sales and product world to start running a company. So a little bit about me. Pretty cool. So you said you saw this opportunity in voice. So let's, let's, let's dive yeah. into that. So what, what did you see, and uh, why is this so special? Why did you decide to make the leap? Uh, because I, I believe that voice represents the next major disruption in human behavior. Uh, there were two reasons why I made the leap, so to speak. Um, number one, 
I saw my kids changing their behavior and getting their information and entertainment from Alexa. You know, they would, and this was, you know, two years ago now, uh, a little bit longer than that, but they put down the Minecraft, YouTube, Nickelodeon, and started talking to Alexa for jokes and translations and engaging with skills. And I just thought, wow, this is very similar to what I went through when I was a kid and discovered a computer. Uh, and then suddenly you just spent more time using these devices. Um, and coming from the enterprise IT world, the business side, I started to really think about, wow, how could this help me in the day to day? And how could this help my customers? And, you know, my head just kind of went boom because I thought of all the different possibilities out there. Um, but the clinching moment came when I had um, a, a, a opportunity just fall into my lap where they wanted to have a, uh, an echo on stage at a sales kickoff. So that the CEO was asking really cool business relevant questions, showing innovation and differentiation in front of, you know, all, thousands of people. And I thought that's a really cool use case, even though it's, you know, it's kind of a dog and pony show. But that's great, especially when they were going to give devices out to the sales reps and it had, you know, messaging and pitch information on there. And I just thought, wow, this is this is the next frontier. This is such a an easier way to get information. And I had a customer that was willing to pay for it. So uh, oftentimes you got to, you know, just get into things. And, you know, we started uh, building skills before we even had a website live. And we had some really good customers before that because we used our relationships. Uh, but I just saw this opportunity of how voice can integrate with so many facets of the business. Um, and it was the early days and we were just getting started. And it was, you know, helping companies relay sales and marketing information and it's it's really snowballed since wow and that that really is only just a little over two years ago is that right yeah uh we started the company in january of 2017 because we had some opportunities we're like oh my gosh we don't want to you know just sell this uh as as an individual we had to go get incorporated and you know do things the the fast and and then go back and do it the right way but yeah, it's been uh, January 2017 is when it all kicked off. And wow. we closed our first deal. Uh, we incorporated the business January 21st. And on February 12th, we closed our first deal with a small business. That was with the first law firm ever to have an Alexa skill. And then a couple months later, we uh, closed our first six-figure enterprise deal. So it's been a roller coaster since then. And um, myself and my business partner and co-founder, Bonnie Snyder, uh, also in Missouri, we both come from the enterprise IT world. So we're used to selling into big, complex Fortune 1000s that it, it are historically and traditionally really tough to sell into. But we know how to do that. We've got the relationship. So that's where we started. Wow. Can you tell us a little bit about some of those first skills that you developed? What were those like? And then maybe we'll get into some of the later ones later on. Yeah, sure. Um, the first, I, I got to admit, the first year, um, and even to this day, it's all about exploration. And it's about practice. You've got to have consistent, repeated use cases to get really good at this stuff. And we just happened to get lucky in the timing when multimodal interfaces uh, came out. And so we pivoted our, our business to start developing everything in multimodal by default. Um, and so, for example, 
starting out with a lot of static content within your skills that doesn't have integrations, you know, there's no API calls. Um, that's kind of the, the basics. And then moving into a multimodal skill with that static content and then leveling it up yet again with having um, API integrations where your skill is, you know, making calls to multiple backend systems. It's got logic built in there. You've got a really well-defined conversation. Uh, all that took, you know, year plus of learning and on-the-job mistakes and successes to figure it all out to to create an amazing voice experience. And that that's what we call a little Alexa skill or Google Action or a Bixby capsule or, or, or Cortana, all of these are voice experiences and you have to have a lot of thought into the front end of designing the conversation and the what ifs uh, and then programming it. And then there's all these nuances with programming it so you can take advantage of the features of all these platforms like multimodal, like in-skill purchase, like contact information and Amazon's can fulfill intent. All of these things are part of the process and the palette you use to really create art through voice. Wow, that's great. So it sounds like, if I, if I kind of summarize what you've said, if I've heard you correctly, some of the earlier skills are more um, informational without a lot of complexity behind them. People asking a question, getting some some kind of response from Alexa, some type of almost like a one-way kind of transaction. I ask you a question, you get a, you get a response back. And as 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 these these have grown, they become, as you said, multimodal. So we've got voice, but there's also um, elements of, of using a screen, like on the show or, or the spot. And then also being able to access, like you say, other databases and that sort of thing through API. So essentially, things have become more complex over time. Oh, absolutely. And the more um, we deal with these enterprises who want to get business value, out of their voice experiences. And so there's there's one thing I would put in there. There's always uh, like a path of this. And so maybe it's you start out with a cat fact skill. And that's just the generic term for something that's a question and answer, right? But then you move up into a multi-turn dialogue so that you can truly kind of have a conversation or even better, you can lead the experience. A good example of that would be at the end of, you know, when your personal assistant says something, she could make a suggestion or ask you to continue the conversation. Like, would you like to learn more about this thing? Yes or no. And when you can program those multi-turn dialogues, you can create a richer experience. All of the features are intended to create that richer experience. And it just takes the right use cases to have you know, to get the opportunity to practice implementing those things. And then as you do that, you build it into your, your arsenal, right? Maybe if, if you're smart, you're using templates to do this stuff and you can turn modules or features on and off, like with SMS or email integrations to popular providers, you know? So those are the, the little things that you add to your code base as you go along. So when you come across more opportunities, you have these features kind of ready made to go. That's great. That's great. What are some, I mean, I'm sure you've got a lot of things, uh, you know, on the go that you can't necessarily speak about right now, but are there any in particular skills that you can talk about that were, that really struck you as being really innovative or really creative or something really cool or a really neat concept that somebody had an idea for? Oh my gosh, there's so many over time. Um, 
I, I think last year we did some great things. Like we we pioneered the first Black Friday skills, so brands could build their Black Friday and Cyber Monday promotions into an Alexa skill oh, great. instead of a circular. Uh, we created the first platinum recording artist skill. So, you know, I believe all musicians and artists in the future will absolutely have their own voice experience because it's an extension of their art and their personality, right? So they can build jokes or put their songs and video content in there and have a new way to engage with fans. Like we pioneered that. And then we did, um, we did a meetup at Seattle's headquarters with that artist and did a party afterwards. Wow. Um, some of the recent things, though, uh, two weeks ago, we launched a skill with Mercy Healthcare here in Missouri. And they're a, they're a multi-billion dollar they've, um, a company. They've, uh, they're huge. They've got a great footprint, thousands of locations. And uh, we created a skill for them with them that allows people to find a doctor and schedule an appointment while meeting HIPAA compliance and PHI. And it's really advanced. Um, would you like me to give you a quick demo? Oh, if you can do that, let's, let's, let's do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that would saves people the time from enabling it. I'll, uh, I'll give you the gist. Here we go. Alexa, start Mercy. Welcome to Mercy. Glad you're back. How can I help? Find a doctor. All right. What zip code do you want to search? 63146. All right. What kind of doctor are you looking for? Pediatrician. There are 61 pediatric doctors within 25 miles of 63146. Would you like me to list the three closest doctors? Yes. The first doctor is Elisha Foro-Schneiders, NP. Her closest location is about three miles away. You can get the doctor's contact information or schedule an appointment or learn about the next doctor. Which do you choose? Schedule an appointment. To schedule an appointment, I need to send a text to your mobile phone. What is your number? 314. 3972610 Let me make sure I heard you. Your phone number is 3143972610. Is that right? Yes. Just send your text. To continue making your appointment, please click the link in the text I just sent you. Would you like to return to your search results? No. Okay. Is there something else I can help you with today? Find a doctor. Okay. What zip code do you want to search? 63629. I'm sorry. Mercy does not have any services within 25 miles of 63629. Is there another zip code you would like to search? No. Search canceled. What do you want to do now? Goodbye. Thanks. Hope I can help you again soon. Goodbye. Huh. Wow. That is that is great. And you know what? My the wheels are turning right now in my mind here about how that could impact Canadian healthcare. As as you know, Bob, I'm a, I'm a physician and 
one of the issues here is access to to uh, to healthcare providers. So wow, that that's that's great. That's really impressive. Congrats on that one. Well, thank you. It, it um, that that type of voice experience takes three to six months, and you've got to have the right development team, conversation designers, project managers. Kudos to the customer who brought you know, 10 different teammates to the table from marketing, IT, application teams, um, conversation and UX experienced people. I mean, it takes an army to build that. And so if we dissect that skill, um, what you heard at the beginning was this little jingle. Yes. Everybody's going to have to have their own little audio branding jingle at the beginning of their skill. Just like if I were to say, what is the Intel sound? You know, people go, dun, 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 dun. They would right. know what it sounds like. In all, it's in every commercial. So we'll hear more of that invoice. And you had this really nice welcome message. In fact, you heard a welcome back message because we've got, we're saving sessions. And so we know if it's your first time, you get a longer, more personalized, you know, a why message. Uh, a second time, hey, welcome back. What can I do for you? I've already told you what I could do. Um, I didn't invoke the help menu to find out all the things. I just jumped right into it. And I said, find a doctor. Um, some of the features that this has are find a doctor via zip code. So when I gave it my zip code, Alexa's smart enough to use the right uh, backend programming Sorry, to know. I don't know that. I know. Nope. <laughs> uh, use the right you know, slots um, to remember those numbers and make an API call to something like, you know, a, a common web service like um, Apache Solar to make that same query that you would, oh, if you went to the website uh, and then take those same search results back that you might see on a web page, parse those and then deliver that through a voice experience. And like you heard, well, I've got 60 matches. I can tell you the first three mm -hmm. and here, what's the doctor's name and contact info? Do you just want to schedule an appointment? There's a couple different things you could do. And then I just said schedule an appointment. Now, to meet HIPAA compliance, we have to take that experience and get off of Alexa and Google and move it to a cell phone. And I received, I hope you heard the little ding. I did. I got a message that it's literally just a URL that I click that has the doctor's name and some variables within that URL pre-populated so that I can complete that. And it, it's, it takes another 30 seconds to do. Um, I also showed you what happens with a, a bogus zip code. Mm -hmm. um, it wasn't within the 25 miles of where they have service. Now that's important because as you design your conversation, you have to think about all the what ifs, the gotchas. Well, what if they give you a, a a city name? What if it's a zip code that's not even close? We still have to think about how to error handle all of that stuff right. so that it's a good experience. Um, and then you had a goodbye message, which was just, you know, reassuring of the brand and saying, hey, thanks for coming. Um, but that's a very complex skill that uses multiple API calls that parses data that has to meet HIPAA compliance. And there's, there's a lot of um, nuances with that, no pun intended. Wow. But, but again, that's the type of thing that takes months of teamwork and collaboration to develop. Um, and that's the type of stuff that costs a lot of money to do. And you have to have really talented people that have experience 
deploying, architecting it, deploying it, writing the conversation, QAing it, monitoring it, testing it, even having synthetic tests. So that way, if you know the API call to the to send the text message takes too long, that the experience doesn't just crap out. You know, so you got to have the right tooling built in. Right. Giving a shout out to uh, the Bespoken Tools guys and gals out there. They're a great products to build in for monitoring and synthetic testing. Um, but you have to have all these components in there to make it an enterprise grade experience that has an ROI for the business. Wow. I mean, ROI for that is they. Uh, they make money whenever people go in and make an appointment to see a doctor right? or go to an urgent care center. Like you walk in the door, cha-ching. And I'm not trying to, to make that sound crass. That's just the way this business works. So they just owe mercy and, and others are opening up new revenue streams by getting access to voice. And a report came out from CMO.com on Monday, September 10th that said right now 32% of households have a smart speaker and 50% are expected to have one by the end of the year. I think that's a big jump, but hey, I'm, I, I like repeating the stats. We now have access to half the US population to book experiences and drive new revenue streams. Yeah. Like how, anybody in, it's an executive or on a board, you're crazy not to saying, we need to get into voice right now. Yeah. Put our foot in or start experimenting because there's, a, there's an untapped, customer base and you saw it took me third it took me less than a minute and a half to schedule an appointment with a doctor good luck looking it up online right right and that's even more i believe even more of an opportunity in canada because we're we're still a couple years behind in terms of market penetration in canada simply because these smart speakers haven't been in canada as long as in the united states and so for i I mean this is this is what i've been saying on the podcast forever for people that want to get in on this this is a huge opportunity in Canada, truly, truly at this point at the ground floor where a lot of people aren't even aware of this. And it's an opportunity to kind of, you know, make a claim, state, you know, put your, put your flag in the soil here and, and make, a, make, a, make a claim on, on some of this territory in your particular niche. So that's fascinating. So what about for, for people that are not necessarily programmers, but they're thinking, all right, I need to do this. What's the, what, what's the first step you would, you would suggest? Where, where does someone start? Well, you got to start by knowing yourself and finding your passion um, and figuring out where it can be applied within the voice space. Because you do not have to be a developer to be a leader in voice and to have a positive impact and to adopt this technology. Because like I mentioned, there's, there's so many different hats you can wear. There's project management. You know, when you have to deliver these things over months and you've got a lot of cats that have to be herded, maybe you're good at at keeping projects on track and providing metrics and, you know, communicating with people. Another, another really powerful and and huge opportunity is within the the conversation design and the communications. And that's probably the best role for people that enjoy writing and creativity because you're able to craft these whole conversations and you have to know, you know, like I, like we did with the, the, the zip code that was out of range. Well, how, how are you going to write something back that it's a positive experience or how are you going to take your customer's material from their website and rewrite it and tweak it a little bit so that it sounds good? And are you creating those diagrams that document the entire conversation? Like, 
people that are writers, authors, that enjoy liter literary communications, this is the best opportunity for them to get into voice. You know, um, and then you've got developers who you can nerd out on so many different things. Is it just creating a, a you know, having Alexa talk back to you? Do you want to create multimodal experiences? If you like building graphics and visuals in and hooking these up to television sets. And then you've got other API integrations so that you can, you know, tinker with it. Like we wrote some integrations to Google spreadsheets. Mm -hmm. So that I can ask questions like, "What's the what's last month's ending cash flow balance?" You know, and it just makes a call out to cell B five on an Excel spreadsheet and returns that value. Like people love doing those types of integrations, and there's so many different areas that you can apply yourself in voice. It's just finding what are you great at doing and what are you going to focus on, and then what's the use case, vertical, or mission. You know, like we work with, uh, like working with kids is great. I had a meeting with the CEO of Girl Scouts this past weekend hmm. in person when she was in town because we believe that Alexa is going to provide opportunity to empower the next generation of women. And we want to create STEM badges for Alexa skills. You know, well, there's, you can be a volunteer and you can help create this coursework. You can just get people together to learn the coursework. There's so many possibilities and opportunity to get in. You just got to start doing what you think is a good fit for you and learn. Wow. And it's I, no perfect. You just got to do it. Yeah. No, no else. I mean, there, it, it really is just the beginning here. There's there, like you said, there's so much opportunity for creativity here and, so many use cases. It's really, really exciting. And some of these examples that you've given are fantastic. It's really neat to hear the, the work that you're doing. Um, I'm going to ask you one more question here. You weren't expecting this. Tell me what it's like to be an Alexa champion. <laughs> um, it's such an honor and a privilege. I'm really grateful for the opportunity. It's, um, it was a surprise to receive it. I was just kind of, you know, a guy out there doing his thing, promoting a technology that he believes in. And I love started talking multiple persons, but it, it provides a lot of uh, perks that I'm that I'm grateful for. Um, building relationships with Amazon, getting some sometimes advanced features and betas that we can use and play with and some really good opportunities to help get our skills out there and our customer skills. Uh, it's a tremendous community of people. Um, both at Amazon and these Alexa champions and the secondary connections. Uh, I just, it's such a pleasure to be a part of everyone there. It, it feels like they're a nice person. We all believe the same things and we all want to push voice forward. Um, and it's such a great opportunity because there's so much diversity in voice, which, which we need, you know, there's people of every uh, sex race, ethnicity, background, and we're all coming together to champion this technology that's going to help people um, and doing fun stuff. So being Alexa champion is just, it's truly a, a privilege and an honor. I'm sure we'll see more providers come out with similar programs. Uh, Microsoft has their MVPs. Uh, Samsung Bixby is launching, relaunching. You know, I know that they just opened up their uh, developer preview access. So, uh, you know, Amazon's, uh, it's the race is on 
it might be tough to be an Alexa champion, but if you want to focus on other voice platforms, I think the opportunity is wide open. It's people don't understand. It's still early. It's still really early. So take those chances and get out there and form those partnerships with those technology companies and brands you love. And you never know what's going to happen in the future, awesome. where it will lead. That's great. That's great. Well, congrats on being an Alexa champion. That's a, I know that's, a, like you said, it's a big honor and well-deserved. Thanks so much for spending some time on here. Tell, tell the listeners where they can get in touch with you or where they can find out more about what you're doing in Voice XP. Sure. Uh, simply say, Alexa, start Voice XP. Uh, we're voice first. We've got our skill out there. Uh, our website's crappy. If you want, I, I struggle with updating our website, but it's so easy to update our Alexa skill. <laughs> uh, but you can also check us out at voicexp.com. Um, and if anybody wants to see any demos, just go to our website. We've got this little chatbot on there. It is you talk to a live human. Uh, just say, hey, I want to see some demos, and I'd be happy to show. Me or the team will show you some of the amazing things that we've done for Tesla, Harlem Globetrotters, Square, Mercy, CenturyLink, Arizona State University, Banner Health, uh, the list goes on. It's just what, what's your use case or what's the problem you wanna solve with voice and we'd be happy to give you our two cents and help you out. Awesome. Well, hey, again, thank, thanks so much, Bob. You're, you're, you're a wealth of knowledge, you're a, you're a leader in this and uh, uh, it, it, yeah, it's been a really a, a great pleasure speaking with you and hearing about what you're doing. Thank you, Terry. And thanks to the listeners. Have a great day, everyone. All right. Take care. There you are. Bob Stolzberg. He is one of the pioneers in Alexa skill development and in voice technology in general. Uh, I can't recommend him enough. If you are interested in ha- working with a, uh, a key person in Alexa skill development and you are looking at somebody to give you a hand with that, then make sure that you are checking out what Bob has to offer through Voice XP. And of course, as usual, we will have all the links to things that were discussed on the podcast episode at alexaincanada.ca slash 46. Thank you to those that have left reviews for the podcast. Thank you uh, to those that have uh, left reviews for my other podcast, Voice First Health. Um, we touched on healthcare a little bit in this podcast. And if you're interested, there's always the Voice First Health podcast that I am the host of too, which is relatively new. So feel free to check that one out at that website, voicefirsthealth.com. Again, show notes for today, alexaincanada.ca slash 46. Thank you to Bob, and I look forward to speaking with you again next week. She's got skills. skills.